Welcome to episode six of Listen Here, Mate. Uh, it's me, Jane Putbang, and I feel really, really sick today, in a bad way. Who else am I here with today? Harry Wells. Hello. Harry Wells, Wells. And the person who sat on the sofa, the red sofa, that you might have seen in previous images to do with this podcast, possibly in the logo, possibly in the things on Spotify, the red sofa which you sat on, the person is, tell me your name. Ellis Brown, Earl of Wessex. (laughs) (laughs) Wessex isn't even a county anymore. I know. So you're lying. That's not a good start at all, is it? Should we kick him off? (laughs) (laughs) You know know what the sex stands for in Wessex? Lack of. (laughs) (laughs) Or lack of Wes. Yeah. (laughs) Actually stands for kingdom. I know a lot of the time on this podcast we like to make light of situations. And I mean, I'm not going to hesitate to say act a little bit immaturely sometimes. Well, I think the occasional fact, truth fact, because I don't tell false facts. Because we're truthers. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of listening if you're not learning something? True. That's true. That's the truth. Because we're truthers, like what he said. Yeah. Mm. I actually got my vaccine, um, so let's <laughs> hope none of the other truthers listen to this. <laughs> right. So Ellis this week has come with us, come to us with a few songs that, like, I'm not going to lie, we might have heard before. So I think we have quite a few words to talk about about these songs. Whereas in previous weeks, there have been a lot of new things to us. Yeah. So I, I think me and Wellesley can both admit we don't listen to much Kim Petrus. Yes. Or, nothing or Lady against Gaga. Her. No, no, nothing against yeah. her. But She's kind of banged her. Yeah. Who well, does? we don't listen to much um, Evan's Kitchen. Yeah. Mainly because they're just shit. <laughs> yeah, they suck ass. Who would even photograph them? <laughs> like if if I ever know I'm gonna see like a girl, I get really angry beforehand, so it like allows my real self to come through because it's like it's raw emotion at that point, and that's that's the case. I put on a bit of Evan's Kitchen because it just fucks me off. So that's what you know. I'd advise everyone else to listen to Evan's Kitchen if you want to get in that sort of mood. I know, I know, I do. <laughs> very, very excited. Um, excited, put bang. Okay, um, now that was probably my favourite intro we've ever done. There was a lot of word talking, and I can admit that the word talking comes from fellow word talker extraordinaire Ellis Brown, who is our guest today, as you probably already know, considering you've listened to the intro. Um, I won't get into word talking too much, I don't want to overshadow. It might make a little guest appearance later, but. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk words nonetheless. Um, starting with, and I know it's a bit out there, a little bit crazy, a little bit way, a little bit whoa. We're gonna start with the third song. Now, um, Ellis, would you like to tell everyone what the third song is? Okay, my my third song is "The Nine Is Up" by Blade. Oh, Blade Gang. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I hope it doesn't come across in this podcast, but I think we're all gonna have to take a minute just to push down our boners considering the blade has been spoken about. <laughs> um, yeah, so we us us lot are all actually well I mean me and Wells each other anyway, but the group we all hang out with we're all we basically all started hanging out because we listened to to Drain Gang. Yeah. Um yeah. and this is the first time any of any Drain has come up in any of the guest songs. So this is quite the exciting exciting turn of events. So Ellis, I I have to thank you. I really will. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive scoop. Yeah. yeah. yeah it is. Proud, things. proud to have a fellow drainer on the podcast. Yeah. It's been long overdue. You know? <laughs> Although you would expect when you, I mean, people, Blade or Drain Gang, like anything, is going to have its number of gatekeepers, a number of elitist types. 
So, but you would expect if someone's top song was from Blade, for example, you'd expect it to be something like Be Nice to Me or yeah, anything like hits. that. Yeah, yeah. it's like a top song. Um, any of those sort of songs, right? Obedient, anything yeah. like that, right? I was thinking Oblivion by Grimes. I was, that's why I was... <laughs> <laughs> that's my favourite Blade track. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Grimes, to be fair. Snake. Um, Class Traitor, but her music is length. Yeah, and so is she. But it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't count. True. Because what's inside the matters, and inside her is a cunt called Elon Musk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I am still therefore surprised that one of your top songs for Blade Ellis isn't one of the big hits. It's just one of the songs off uh, Blade's latest That's it. Yeah. How come that is? It's uh, I, it, yeah. it surprised me a bit as well, not going to lie. Because, um, uh, yeah, again, the, the album's quite recent. I've been listening to it quite a lot. But I, I would have thought that maybe something like Hotel Breakfast off the album would have been a bit higher. Definitely my favourite. Yeah, yeah, I'd just been mashing that one out. But I guess like the, uh, the nine is up. Um, I like the beat on it a lot. I think that's why yeah. I've been listening to it. It's, it's heavily inspired by like sort of um, Euro trance and like yeah, yeah. Uh, Euro techno. Stuff Who like produced that. it? Do you know? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I think someone from Rip Squad. I think. Okay, like, I think most of the albums produced by Rip Squad. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's just overall a quite upbeat track. I'd say. I don't know what you mean about the Euro trance sort of thing. I can I could definitely listen to that song like. Like a very really small pair of sunglasses on, you know, on the one about sort of the wrap <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe like a tight vest. Yeah, that's the sort of the mesh it. tank top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting really German vibes from this. It looks German. I don't know German German music, and this isn't not the same thing about German not music. specifically. Not music, just the look you were describing. Oh, well, yeah, it's just just uncool European. Like <laughs> yeah, but I know when I think of. German and thinking German music, I think of like scary techno, thumping like actually, yeah, no, no, ominous, you mean. ominous, yeah. yeah, like you could march to it, not like anything like that, but just oh. sort of in the club, arms yeah, pumping, yeah. just sort of the almost robotic, like, <laughs> like not like a gorilla, but like <laughs> <laughs> like a music, like a music, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. But that oh, speaking of the song, though, it's got. You, you must know the lyric. I always find it really yes. hard to say. I was going to say this. Is yeah. it sh- sh- oh, fear of fear of death and stress causes stress and fear of death. That's just words. It is. I mean, I, I mean, premium lyric writing. I've got to say, they must have paid the fool, bags for that. The right? fool has got a lot of weird lyrics on it. I think he just most of the songs, though. Like I've noticed, it, it, it's the whole thing's just a bit of like an ironic piss take. In it a way, like it's seem not. That way. He's not trying to actually be lyrical. Like no. it, I, going back to Hotel Breakfast again, you can definitely see it on there. It was like the entire song is just pun after pun after pun. What's that? What's that lyric? Where it's like, please don't, please don't give me any more flack. I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm gonna go and cry in my bed. And that's just, yeah, that's, yeah, just, yeah. that's just all after each other. But what? What? This is ridiculous. In 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 Hotel Breakfast, says that one line. It's um, pop out like a toast. Yeah. And I was thinking <laughs> myself. That's not how you meant to say that sentence, <laughs> silly blade. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pop out like some toast, but he said that before in other songs. Has it? Yeah, um, it's just yeah. like you said, it's just pun after pun after punch, stupid word after word after word. Yeah, I think you, you were right in saying that the whole album's a bit like yeah. that. But I mean, when did the fall come out? How long ago? About, say, yeah, a couple about of a month. Uh, yeah, a month or two now. Yeah. I mean, when it came out, I didn't see it coming at all. Well, that's the thing. So he never seems to actually like promote anything. Like, yeah. It just it just happens. Whereas Lean, you've got singles, you've got music videos, etc., promoting it. Whereas uh, with with most of Train Gangs, it's like, yeah, here's a project. 
It was the same with um, like Echo when he dropped with Pixie. Pixie. Yeah, that just came out Straight of nowhere. Um, e, to be fair, had a bit of crunch. It took like a thousand years to come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, I feel like it's been, 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 being made since like 2015. It's <laughs> longer. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't want to abuse Echo too much on the podcast because Ellis, as you know, me and Wellesy are are his mates. Um, we have seen him. Yeah, in the flesh. Yeah. Oh, I to be fair. I, I barely saw him. He was like an ethereal, <laughs> angelic sort of being. A ball of light. Literally. He really was. If you, if you see... It was almost like a silhouette. The photos I took, he genuinely was a silhouette of just like mist and light. Sweat. Yeah, maybe he was sweat. Pretty, he was pretty he moist. Was still, right? yeah, he was sweaty. He's buff as well. Yeah. yeah. But you know, you know when you just think, if you were to just slap a peck, it would just make the perfect sound. Yeah, that yeah. sort of peck. Like a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! <laughs> I'm thinking like a... Like a that. Like a clean slab. I hope nice, that comes yeah. through on the mic, but that was for everyone in the room. I like <laughs> clean slab. Don't want to blow my own trumpet, but that was a good That's clap. good. It yeah. was, yeah, it was. That was a great, that was a great show. At that show, I had a girl scratch my neck on purpose. Really? Jeez. That's Me like fifth base. <laughs> <laughs> I came, but it was a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it> me and... <laughs> okay, me, me and... Me and Wellesy were queuing... For what we thought was to go outside, turned out of the cloakroom. Um, that we didn't need to queue. We were just sort of standing around for no reason. And these two girls were having what I can only describe as a cautious row with each other. Were they even mates? I couldn't even tell. I think they were. Is it? I think okay. so. Um, it was weird. And I, I, I slightly bumped into one of them, and I got the full like, "What do you think you're doing? Pushing into me? Trying to have an argument with me?" <laughs> kind of perfect accent as well. Cheers, mate. <laughs> um, really annoyed and then you know how Wolverine the popish claws she did that <laughs> stabbed me in the neck and sent us packing um, Jamie bled out mate this is my third or fourth body yeah. Yeah. I've bled out <laughs> too many times at this point it was proper rough yeah. drained <laughs> it, was a, it was a great it was a great show did you Ellis because all these shows over 2020. I mean, that was the last thing we saw before COVID. It was, yeah. yeah. But so many shows over 2020 have been not even rescheduled, but cancelled, Cancel. such as yeah. the Blade show and the Tie Boy shows <sighs> in the UK. Gutted. You, you, had, you were going to come to the Blade show. I, I, yeah, I was going to come to both of them. Yeah. We, we would have seen all of the Dream Gang members, well, like, like vocalist-wise, obviously not the, not the producers, but yeah, seeing Echo... Blade and then Tie Boy all in the same year. I have lost my mind. Ellis, if it's not too uh, painful for you, could you please describe your feelings when the when the shows were cancelled? Because I mean, for me, it was just I don't know, the worst pain I've ever felt. Probably, <laughs> I'd, I'd say it was probably comparable to um, you know a couple summers ago when uh, England got knocked out of the World Cup. Oh, but, oh, oh mate. If, uh, if you were also stabbed in your left testicle <laughs> while it happened, I think that, that was that was probably. Oh. The, the comparison. That's yeah. the that's the more painful one to be stabbed in as well. Mm. I've that. heard that. Yeah, yeah. You, you remember how um, in World War One Hitler got one of his bullshit off? Yeah. Remember that? I don't. But well, I mean, you weren't. Me and Ellis were there, but I mean, I just thought you might have heard about it. Fair enough. Um, but he got his right one shot off, and that's how he sort of survived. And you know, Hitler up all the way to World War Two, and yeah. that all kicked off. If it was his left, I'm certain. I'm certain World War Two wouldn't have happened. He's done it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. I can't believe you bring up that semi-final. This, that's, I'm gutted. Same. Let's not talk about this year's year. <laughs> I think. <laughs> at, the, at, time of, at time of recording, it is the day before England versus Ukraine. Yes. So we beat in Germany as of right now. Into the quarterfinals yeah. we go. Um, 
So uh, for when this is released, A up the boys, we've fucking done it. Or um, fuck off. Fuck you, yeah. Southgate, you massive <laughs> <twat>. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I think, okay, uh, it's coming home. Yeah. It's coming to come home. Fantastic. We've what won the news? final. Yes. I love football. Now, if that hasn't happened, uh, skip those past five seconds and now listen to this bit. Ah, oh, fucking shit, the football. I was well upset it's when we right. went out. Literally, I was furious and fuming. Like, like Southgate is a dick. True. Hate football. Cheers. Anyway, like that, back to the Blade concert. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I was so upset. I've had so really many upset. gigs cancelled. Yeah, it's so I've depressing. They just cancelled it, didn't they? They didn't even yeah. reschedule it. Yeah. Um, we, yeah I had uh, tickets to see JPEG Mafia, and What's it a... got cancelled because COVID, like, the lockdown hit three days before it was supposed to happen. No. That's that's painful, yeah. And it, it hasn't been rescheduled, so they, they said the tickets are like just null at this point. Like You can't use them. You're going to refund? Uh, yeah, I got a refund, but they're just never doing that show again. So. Oh, that's so huge. It's been a year and one month since yeah. me and Jamie were supposed to see 100 Gex. Oh, oh, I, I, really, yeah. I was supposed to go as well. Yeah, oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. That concert would have been mad, though, because I like a lot of the um, like London crowd, that I'm sort of like the London like fashion crowd, fashion and stuff, that, yeah. literally everyone was yeah. going to go yeah. from that. So. I think it would have been just one of the biggest gigs. Yeah. I, I don't I know how many we're doing in England. Was it... One maybe two. That's yeah, it. Like well, yeah, it was. I think it's like one few, in London, especially one in, in Manchester. Yeah, or and like so to, we were so lucky to get tickets to that. I mean, it's not not to say 100 gex have fallen off by any means, but they really blew up when 1,000 gex came out. I think yeah. that would have been the best time ever to see them a year ago because yeah. yeah, they were they were unbelievable. I watched a lot of the online concerts they did in like Minecraft. Same. Um, yeah, they were really really good, and I just think the fact I got good energy from just over the fucking internet. I can't even imagine being in that room with them. Like, yeah. like you said, <laughs> very, very sad style. I haven't seen something that bad for a little while. <laughs> Proper huff. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> I've got some tissues, mate, if you need. Oh, I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> well, like Ellis, you said a second ago about all the fashion crowd that would have been going there. Now, yeah. um, you'll see in the photo, Ellis is fit. It's... I think I put. I mean, me and Wales are wearing a top and jeans. Ellis <laughs> <laughs> is dressed for the occasion. And this is just recording. I mean, I know it's recording the number one podcast in the southeast of the United Kingdom, but it, it's still just a podcast recording. I yeah. think if you, Ellis, and all your fashion mates were up at the Hundred Gates concert, decked out in. Oh, I don't even want to call them clothes. It's beyond clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think me and Wales would have. Felt a little bit underdressed. Yeah. So I mean, maybe Ben, maybe by um by next time the show's on, Ellis will just steal your style. Me and Jay will be well drippy. Yeah, I'll, yeah, get, I'll give you guys some stuff. Safe, that'd be sick. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll react to them just as kindly as the boys in Evan Kitchens did. Because that, that photo shoot was fantastic. I'd encourage everyone to check it out on Ellis's Instagram. Yeah, thank you. Which will be linked. Quick context, Ellis shot Evan's kitchen. Yeah. With a rifle. It was <laughs> That's why we hate them so much because <laughs> they're dead now. Um, it's actually with a camera, guys. So, yeah, so you to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take your Spotify later. <laughs> um, but is there, is there anything if I'm going to circle back to to Blade one more time? How, how come, like, 
Have, is, was it was it through not necessarily that we showed you blazers? I'm not saying we did, but like what first got you into Drain Gang and how? Because it's just every every time you first listen to it, it's just it's just like an instant fucking oh, holy shit! Holy <laughs> now, I'm not already <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. So what? How, how come <laughs> you first? Okay, funny story here. I don't think I've ever told anyone this before. We love but, funny stories on this podcast. But I got um the way I got into Blade. Just to contradict your statement that you just said about like the first time you hear it, you're like, why have I not been listening to this? Oh, the no. way I found Blade was it was on YouTube quite a few years ago. I think it was when Be Nice to Me, like the music video, had okay. just come out and it showed up in my YouTube recommended. Um, and I clicked on it just like because the thumbnail looked mad, you know, it's got tons of strobing in it and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and my first time listening to it then, I was like, what is this <laughs> like absolute garbage <laughs> this is so bad and i think I, I watched the whole of that video and then it's straight after watched uh the music video for apple okay. as well by him yep. and, I, and i was like just fully affirmed like this is complete and utter trash <laughs> like, I, I want nothing to do with this and then i think about a year later i came in came into contact with his music again somehow yeah. i'm not too sure it might have been through a spotify playlist so like or make us how i caught it <laughs> yeah yeah it's contagious mate yeah, it um is. but i found it yeah i came back into contact with it uh and just i don't know something clicked I just yeah. really loved it Fair and enough. uh have gone from yeah very very much hating him quite a few years ago to being in the top 0.1 percent of Spotify listeners for oh, now, shit. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's huge for me to be fair. It's absolutely fat. I want to like agree with you on the. I remember I listened to him. I think I can't remember if the first thing I listened to is "Into Dust" by him. Huge I just, song. I, I love that song Sorry, now, mate. but when I first listened to it a few years back, I was like, "Yeah," I didn't, I didn't <laughs> have anything for it. And then when Hennessy and Sailor Moon dropped with Young Lean and Blade. Um, Blade's verse on that is actually just a verse from Sugar on um, which which yeah. which album's that? Uh, ever since. Ever since, yeah. Um, and I listened, and so I went and listened to Sugar, and I was just like, again, it's all right, but it just didn't didn't click with me. And then I don't know, I don't know what happened, and I just became obsessed. <laughs> I found all of them. I think I found Echo, and then I was like, this is insane. And I found Blade, and I was like, okay, he's actually insanely good. <sighs> I used to get abused by people in Basvik where we went to college. <laughs> Who knows where we're from? People said, <laughs> um, "No, people used to like a few people that I was mates who used to really take the piss out of me for listening to Blade, and, and they, it was mainly Blade and Lean." And that, and it, I, I, I know you two are both going to be as baffled by this as I am, and I think they were just saying to try and rile me up. They didn't. I don't care. Um, <laughs> they used to just say that, like. They liked Young Lean, they didn't like Blade, and then we're called Lil Peep, an emo Young Lean, which uh, I, I, I don't see the mad. It's just because they're both like underground right. rappers, they're not even underground anymore, like it's irrelevant, but like that, I, I guess they fit into the sort of SoundCloud type of, I don't know. Especially the same yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> looks and all, looks, music, etc. But I mean, yes, I people would take the piss out of me, and I used to listen to now that Blade is sort of the main thing that we that we all listen to a lot, it's sort of if if you had to say if you had to name one artist that we all listen to, it'd, pro it'd probably be Blade. It would probably be the number one. Maybe three four years ago, I, I'd, I'd say it was like little people like GBC, yeah, that'd yeah be my main so true, stuff. Yeah. And in the, in the past year, past two years, it's sort of flipped basically, yeah. flipped roles. But yeah, it's just when you first, I know, you know, you did contradict me on this, which. 
to be honest, has really fucked me off. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I know when I first listened to it, I was just like, it's really weird. I quite like it. Um, I, want, I want a bit more. Um, <laughs> quite like this, you know. I mean, yeah. That, on, no, that way on. that I got into him, it was the exact same way that I got into Lil Peep. I, oh, love, I love Lil Peep to death. But again, death. It, it was, uh, I think... <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that both, I mean, yeah. But I'd say too hard. Blade and Pete probably my top two favorite artists really? of, of all, all time, time. And, and both of them. First time hearing them, I hated it. I can't um, believe you hated Pete. That's it. Obviously, clicked with Pete. It was, Pete it was, was when um, yeah. I think it's because I heard the, uh, that that one was a funny one though because I found it through Anthony Fantano <laughs> making oh, a video of God. his top worst albums of the year <laughs> um, and he put Hellboy like number four I remember looking at it and going this must be like awful yeah this must be really bad and I listened to it and I went it's not great but it's not too bad and yeah. I think I just like I kept listening to it and it kind of got stuck in my head and then I, I just eventually like, like forced myself Anthony Fantano is a disease. Do not listen to any of his opinions unless they're good and you also think the music's good. Is that the new Cemetery? He gave Cemetery's Rainbow Bridge 3, I think an 8 out of 10. That's Did massive, he? actually. Yeah. I think so. That's Don't huge. quote me on this, but I believe he did. So I'll allow him for that one. I'll allow him for that one. Yeah, that's some silly opinions, bless yeah. him. He's there's, weird. There's a lot of memes going around um, about his reviews of Drain Gang albums. Um, oh, is it? Because they started, I mean, he gave uh, E. Like okay, like a seven out of ten or seven, an eight yeah. out of ten or something, seven. and he said seven. he really liked it. But um, he gave the first Blade album he reviewed was Red Light. Okay, he gave that a one. <laughs> um, but because people, the, the meme started when uh, he he specifically talked about one of the songs on Red Light. I, I can't remember the name of it. Sorry, but he, it's, Blade says um, "Real Drainers Only." I think it's a, I think it's Puppet Master. <laughs> I think I think that's the case the isn't it? Sign on the door. It's a chain. Yeah. I think oh, he, members of the yeah, thing, but he so. said he says it in um, idiot. I think he says it in Puppet Master. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but basically, everyone started saying like he gave it a one because he's not like he's annoyed that he's not a real drainer. <laughs> he's not allowed to listen to it. It's true. He isn't. Anthony Tano is not drained nor based. Fuck you, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know as crazy as it sounds. Um, but basically, I don't really give a fuck anymore. I'm a crazy guy. I do what I want. We're going to talk about the second song. Ellis. Oh, calm down, mate. Jesus. Fuck no, off. Don't tell me to calm down. I do what I want. Did you not just listen? Come on. <laughs> Wake up. Woo. What's the second song, Ellis? Um, the second song is Wildfire by Fishnark. Banging tune. Yeah. Banging tune. Banger album. Oh, mate, to be fair. It is a good album. I do like it. Well, yeah, named after the album. Title song after the oh, album. Oh, yeah. It is, actually. Not many people would pick up on that. But that's the sort of person we have on the podcast. Yeah, astute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw I saw someone on Twitter describe the album as like if pop punk is punk music for like pop kids, normal kids, then Wildfire is pop music for punk kids. If you know what I mean. I see that. That's yeah. a good way to describe that. Yeah, and that's yeah. stuck in my head. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it's a perfect description, but I did quite like it. I sort of I I, I thought fair enough, mate. You thought about that? Good job, I believe you. Well said, G. Yeah, well said, my slime. Um, we're all rubbing our fingers under our nose and then doing a thumbs down, by the way. Because obviously you can't see that, but we are doing that. Simultaneously. Yes. It's all happening at the same time. Disturbing. It's actually crazy. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even planned. <laughs> Mental that. Imagine if you were here to see it, it would have been amazing. One, maybe one day we'll start recording like video, but for now... You're just going to have to take our word for that. Use yeah. your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
how come uh what's, what do you like about wildfire then okay well i i just want to firstly say that like i'm not you know fish not being part of gbc and that like i i as much as i loved peep i don't actually know a lot about gbc okay um and fish is someone that i've only really started listening to more recently is that because of his new album uh no okay. i started listening to him when wildfire okay, came okay. out um but yeah it's just it's i i just really enjoy the song it's very energetic yeah. um Whole album is, isn't it? Whole I, album is. I'm not going to pretend like, yeah, I'm a massive Fishnock fan and yeah. like, oh yeah, I fucking love his song. I was listening to it from back in the day. Like, <laughs> you know, this song's just like, it's just a bit of a jam that I was into, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I was actually there when he was a teenage DJ in Seattle, so I'm sort of like a aficionado. Aficionado. We just fist bumped. That was hilarious. You can hear that. You might, yeah, you better hear that. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the volume up all, all the way on that. <laughs> I, I I first started listening to Fishnark as when as a producer essentially you'd hear him, um, hear his tag. Produce a bunch of peep stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's got a great voice. Yeah, he's got a cool voice. Yeah, I like his thing. He works so well. I think he looks brilliant. If I, I I could photograph any of the GBC members, it'd probably be him. Him or Cordell. I think it'd be Fishnark. I think it'd be fish knife as well. To be fair, just... what do you, what do you used to be called? Police policeman or something like that? I think. Yeah. <laughs> Police, is it policeman? It, was it just the policeman? I can't remember. It was something. Policeman. It was something weird. Yeah. Something weird. Then he turned a cab as he should. Um, <laughs> and now he now he's fish narc. Narc is still still the police though. So. But he knocking Maybe he's on fish. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Fish. Wait, whoa, whoa. He's an undercover fish. Yeah. He's knocking we... on that fish weed, bro. <laughs> Can we release this now? Because he said he's undercover, so oh, don't, don't want to blow his cover, do we? Yeah, so, bleep, bleep this. Yeah. <laughs> this whole section is gonna be. <laughs> now, now for I'm just gonna apologise for everyone listening back because now you're just gonna hear talking, 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 bleep, and then Ellis saying bleep this. <laughs> but it'll be a mystery what we're bleeping. <laughs> <laughs> if you send either me or Wellesley pictures of your feet, we'll tell you what we're talking about. Just send. Just send it to Jamie. I'm alright. Cheers, though. I'll send them to you after. Yeah, yeah, sharing. Yeah, after, you, after you're done with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll print them out. Actually, I won't. Bit probably sticky. won't want them after I've printed them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they all stuck together, Jamie? <laughs> anyway, fish knock. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wildfire's fucking sick. Yeah. Album. And I well as you mentioned his latest album, Foraging Wild Mushrooms. Yeah. Um I've been listening to that heavy. Yeah, I haven't yet. Gift, disappointingly, with Casper and Cole. Gift is amazing. Oh my god! Well, see, there, there's a couple others that I was really jamming to. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's, it's with Slug Christ and Chapo Ch- and Carl. Yeah, oh my it. god, what's it called? Ah, oh, such a good song. That's such, that one. If it's such a good song, I probably remember that. <laughs> True. I totally agree with you. Fucking awesome. And um, the one with Hook. I don't know what the. Time. it might be called Hook. The only one I can remember is Gift, if I'm it's, honest. Yeah. The, thing, the one with Hook is, um, I really like that one because it, again, it's so, there's a, there's a correlation here between me and songs that like, I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it's quite like bad in a way. The, the Hook doesn't, what? she doesn't spit on beat at all. Like it's, she's like lagging behind. Like, it, you know, it's, it's like she's going at one tempo and the song's going at another. But it just sounds like, great because of it interesting it's like blue face always wrapped off beat true yeah that's that song. works so yeah well. some of songs are really sick i really like hook as well i think he's really cool and i know another famous soundcloud producer nedar 
is like really he produces so much of her shit and then i was just a legend true such, a, such a huge guy yes. shout out if i die first as well yeah yes. yeah so, that's true who uh, is that again is that smart death it's nedog uh little lotus um travis richter from from first to last um zubin ah kale sane was in it i think he's left and there's one more person i can't remember the name fake fan i know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's smart death actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's smart death not in any of the boat he's in boyfriend he's in boyfriend yeah, that's the one I'm uh lotus Lilara, and smart death I think they're all yeah, it's mad. I like that they they've all got little subset. You've got GBC, and then you've got like all the misery club. Lot. Yeah, yeah, club misery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pay for pain. I was gonna say pay for pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's only like Adam in it. Well, it's just Adam. <laughs> <laughs> like he's your mate. No, because like obviously, if you're talking, um, if you're talking Tiger's jaw, I'm not gonna call him Wicker Face, am I? I would. I would. It's Adam McIlwee. Is that how you say it, McIlwee? I'll take your word for it. That's a bit of a guess. Yeah. Paper like pain that. is just Tiger's jaw. Without no. a couple of them. It, without a couple of them. Because it is. It's no, all the three. It's all the, no, no, no. Because it's all the three that left Tiger's jaw. Is it? Yes. Right, the other two. Yep. It's that when Wickerface left Tiger's jaw. Sorry. When Adam left Tiger's jaw. <laughs> and the two others that left at the same time. That is pay for pain. Oh, damn. I didn't even realise that. I'm pretty sure. Really, I'm really confident. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the case, mate. When he hears this, he's going to be fuming. In a couple of years' time, when we have him on, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, "Well, you were completely wrong about that." Were <laughs> <laughs> you completely wrong? I don't think. It, I don't think they sound that. I'm not saying they do, but I'm just. It's just. It is people. the people. I don't know. Same, similar people. Bianca and Ben legends um, carrying tigers to a field. <laughs> yeah. Rip, but not rip. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you were saying earlier just to backtrack a little bit about how you really got into fish knock and how you really love little pete you don't know that much about gbc yeah. is there anyone else in gbc even checking out or is fish knock because wildfire was just such an exceptional album very sick <laughs> was that is it was it was it fish knock specifically or are you just trying to get into more gbc generally I've, i mean i've heard it i think like almost the other way around but i've heard most of um the rest of gbc but right. Fishnot was like the one that I hadn't really listened to at all until more recently. And did you not really get into GBC then? Like the rest of them never really. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, do, I I'm not too sure to be honest. It's uh, yeah, a bit of a grey area. Fair enough, but Fishnark is the one that sticks out. How do you find out about Wildfire? Um, I, I honestly think it was through a group chat or something. Yeah, fair enough. Someone, That's a good way to find out. Sent in the album or something. It was like. Ooh, or, New Fishnock album. And I was this like, is cool. Okay, might as well. Check it out. <laughs> it was our group chat. Yeah, I think it was. Pretty was, yeah. Shout out to Drangers, you see. I think it was Joe Thompson. Shout out to Joe Thompson. Shout out to Joe Thompson. So, what about Wildfire do you really like more so than the other songs on the album? Um, I would say that definitely like there's a breakdown towards the end, yes. um, which is really good. Uh, and he talks he talked heavily about in the chorus um, about uh, being the frogs watching the wildfire. That's really that's really. I really like the frog image. Really, yeah. yeah, it's really it's really cool because that's like I guess yeah, that's, that's his thing for the whole of wildfire. Whereas yeah. now he's got the mushrooms. The mushrooms, yeah. Um, likes his nature. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Likes his nature. I don't know. I assume you guys follow him on Instagram, but he um the viewers who don't listeners viewers listeners listeners who don't. 
I uh, basically he just like posts like mushrooms like every single day that he goes foraging for. Some of them are huge. They're massive. Oh, I couldn't yeah. believe mushrooms that big. Size of size of the house. They genuinely are like the, the biggest his head. Premium uh, real estate. Yeah. Genuinely, they're fat. Lovely mushrooms. A snail would love to live in that shit. It's massive. The snails have mushrooms. Mushroom. Might under, under them. Fairies under them. Under them. If it's raining, yeah. they don't want to get wet. They're like they're already slimy enough. Yeah. It's they might. It's no fun for anyone, is it? Exactly. You know, mushrooms communicate in like an underground network. Yeah. Yes. It's, it, this is something that I've been Roots. looking into recently. Oh, really? As a, as a as a small part time venture, I just obviously obviously I've been experimenting with my time off from uni, just to, like with all sorts of technology and, yeah. and, and software and stuff like that. But I've been specifically looking into using mushrooms to make music. Have you? I was going. I knew you were going to say that. Have you seen the videos of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks man. beautiful. Beautiful it's music. Fun. I've been heavily considering getting into that, uh, and there's a there's an artist that I really like called Lars Holthus, okay. um, who does a lot of stuff t- uh, with. Um, it's really like trippy shit. Yeah, he codes virtual worlds like he he makes what? like um, almost like video game style 3D forests right and then he puts like trees and mushrooms in them and then he makes the entire world interact with each other and when they interact it like plays notes and stuff what? it's crazy what is it just like ai is they just all yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it. it's, it's, it's really weird but it's so cool it's that's definitely beautiful. something i'm looking into that's incredible yeah it's nuts to be fair that's more mushrooms but <laughs> <laughs> i will link one of the mushroom videos in the description actually because anyone who's just like what the fuck are they talking about it's really fucking cool especially because you can you can set them up with lights as well yeah so the lights play what touch you the music you set them up with lights so you so you basically you attach the like the however they do the music into the mushroom and they also attach like lights to it, oh, so, it so when they yeah. when they send like electrical pulses it like pings the lights i can't i can't believe mushrooms chat yeah, yeah no, it's, it's mental, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's like in um, it's in the, it's like in Avatar, you know, where they they communicate like the forest all communicates yeah. together. And I like, plug the hair into yeah, the tree, yeah. but it's like real life. Yeah, Avatar's not real, by the way. Yeah, but yeah. mushrooms are contrary to popular belief. Yeah, <laughs> contrary to the online conspiracy theory, especially <laughs> <laughs> blue people. <laughs> Shout out the blue man group. Shout out uh, blue bar for sixty five. Yep, as well. Shoot out! Shoot, shoot out! out. I fucked it. <laughs> we already spoke about how much we don't like guns <laughs> and here you are shooting about out. guns shooting out it's better than shooting up <laughs> yeah well depends who really because if it, I would rather I'd rather shoot a terrorist than shoot up but I'd rather like not shoot my mum than shoot up yeah that's basically what I was trying to go for yeah yeah. If my mum got shot, I'd be really annoyed. Swing some roundabouts. Silver linings. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, I know, once again, um, talking about swings and roundabouts, gospel uh, <laughs> Um, You said you listened to, like, most of GBC that wasn't, but not Fish and Heart. Yeah. Could you, could you rank, like, your favourite members of GBC? There's 10. Do you reckon you could do it off the cuff? Uh... I don't know if I could put them in order, but I definitely say that you can name them all. Yeah, but no, just, just I, don't know, ones... I don't know if I could even name them all. I to can. be honest, just say the ones that you listen to the most. I guess. I yeah, yeah. Say, I say like I'm interested. Man. I mean, Peeps, the probably the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm my favourite. I'd say yep. he's number one. Um, I definitely put Wicker up there. Yeah, as well. He'd be Maybe, I, I'd say like I say I put Fishnot two. Okay. I got Wicker three. 
Um, and then it all gets a bit messy. But um, <laughs> yeah. the the one that I have real time like struggling to place is Cold Heart because I like oh. I like his music, but it, is it his wife or his girlfriend? Um, yeah, isn't very Jimmy. Nice. Oh, is it? No, like she's been involved in online controversial racist stuff. Oh, I've heard about that. Like what? I think she's just I can't remember exactly. I doubt she's listening to this. But when we get it, when we no, get no, him not... on this, <laughs> a few years. <laughs> no, it's uh, I I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like yeah, she was beefing with some people online and basically called them like oh, you know some, some sort of like minor racial slur or, yeah. or something like that i have heard that as well didn't see it though i think she was having a go at someone and, and like her entire like argument or like the entire thing she was getting at them for was like the fact they were black or something it, it, was, just, it was really fucked that is weird that's a pete to be fair uh, at the end yeah. of the day because, yeah, that's annoying. His music's good. It makes good music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dreamer with Roska and Zubin. Best song ever. Really sad not on Spotify, but it is fucking nuts. Definitely his best song, in my opinion. Can't believe Roska's our age. Is he? Yep. Jeez. I don't actually like Roska as much. Zubin really makes that song, but... Zubin's got the most beautiful voice in the world. <sighs> it's ridiculous. And we've seen him live. Seen him live. <laughs> guy. Good for you, lads. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when... This is a funny story, actually. When um, we saw Zubin live, it was at the Wicker Face concert in Brighton. What was, it, what was the name of the, what was the, name of the venue? Uh, oh, it's that pub on it. What's it called? This must be played the Hope and Ruin. Hope and Ruin, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. It's Hope and Ruin. Anyway, we saw, we, me and uh, Wellesley were going down to the, um, the Wicker Face concert, and I had been very briefly speaking to this girl called Megan, who was from Aldershot. Now, if you know your maps... You know, all the shots not exactly next door to Brighton. It's in the <laughs> south. It's in the south. <laughs> that's about that's the close. That's the closest relative you can probably call it. You know, it, and I jokingly told her, "Oh, she comes to the Wicker Face concert in Brighton tonight uh, from all the shot," and she did. Uh, she travelled for about two and a half hours off the on the off the, off cuff. Um, it was literally a while, yeah, yeah a couple of hours week, yeah. just before yeah. there and back. She left early to get the train from yeah. the concert. That's how far she had to travel. Um, but then again, I mean, I know it's crazy, but it was me who was asking her. Was this it? Were so you just saying the story her. just to humble flex that you could get a girl no, no, yeah, to a concert nah. with you? Well, she wanted it. That's a funny story. Nah. I got nah. with a girl. As much as one of two white guys hosting a podcast, <laughs> I, I do actually pull. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I swear. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and Zubin was there. Witness it all. <laughs> it was great. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Holy Trinity. Zubin. Women, Jamie, Zubin. Um, <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense than yeah. that. They have them in churches and they pray. Oh, you know what I'd love? One of those things they kneel on in churches. Just for, just to have. What a floor. <laughs> <laughs> what are the cushions? cushions. <laughs> yeah. Don't you go to church? No. My dad, my, my dad and my granddad was a vicar and I still didn't go to church. So granddad was a vicar? Yeah, he was. Fucking hell. It definitely has a hell. Repent every day for my sins. Um, how come anyway? Um, <laughs> how come Wildfires managed to shoot up all the way to number two though? How like how often do you listen to it? Um, most days, every day, like a couple of times. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, the way the way that I do my Spotify is instead of having one big playlist, mm-hmm. um, which like I ended up just getting sick of a lot of the songs in it yeah. so what i do is i keep it on a shorter basis and i do i make a playlist every month nice and then all the songs that i find would like start listening to again that month i put them Throw in, in. But it's, it's usually a lot of like 
new stuff. I mean, Wildfire, like I have listened to like a bit before, but I hadn't cherished, you know, the song Wildfire as much as I had other songs on the album. Yeah. Um, so I I added it to the to the playlist, and then I just sort of throughout the month I keep listening to this playlist as it sort of accumulates more and more songs. So that's that's how these three songs are got there because they they've been in this in this playlist. Nice. A lot of people have been accusing me of making jokes before all the intros to these songs, almost taking the mick. Uh, personally, I don't see it, but fine, I'll do what the people want. Ellis, tell us the third song now. The third song is Roxanne by The Police. Thanks um, for telling us that. <laughs> Why do you like that? <laughs> a bit of a, a switch up from the previous two. True. Previous sort of 2010s, I want to say underground, yeah. that's what I say, rap scene to a point. Um, complete, complete sort of opposite direction. It's a 70s genre, is it? Sort of, uh, I say like more, it's, it's rock based. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's still a bit, it's quite, I don't know, quite, quite chill. I don't know how yeah, to like, I don't know how to say it. I don't know, like, I don't know, the beat is very like, yeah, I think that's what I was, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Well, so. It's got like ragged elements to it. Ah, so. yeah. Scar. Scar, yeah, a bit scar. Yeah, scarry, a bit scarry. Yeah, 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 no, that's what, that's what I could think about is a bit scar. So yeah, it's, like we said, it's quite the um, diversion, changing of lanes from the previous two songs. How yeah. come this seemingly random song has become, compared to the others, has become your number one most listened to song? Similarly to Fishnark, um, but more to a more extreme extent here, uh, I'm I'm not really a fan of the police overall, um, the people and the band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I've I've never really heard much by them before. They're more sort of like my dad's uh, like generation of listening. Yeah. They're not not really um, mine. But this song particularly, and why it is my most listened, is because it is in arguably the best episode of Community. <laughs> uh, the TV show, yeah, uh, and recent. I only recently decided to watch Community. I heard about it before, but I didn't realize how good the show actually was. Okay. Um, and yeah, until until you know this month, basically that's why it's in this monthly playlist. Um, and so I just binge watched the entirety of Community. Um, and it is in this song appears in an episode in season three. Uh, it's I think it's episode eleven or twelve or something like that. And the entire premise of the episode is that. Uh, the doorbell rings because they're getting pizza delivered and they decide to roll a dice on who goes and gets the pizza from the door because no one wants to go get it. And the entire episode then uh, goes from the fact that when they roll the dice, they're technically creating six different timelines of what could possibly happen. You know, on, <laughs> on, on each dice roll and it has um, hilarious consequences. You know, That's so, so it's amazing. Like, That's so genius. They have uh, so like this it spans a, a whole storyline for later in the show, which is the darkest timeline. So in, in one of these timelines, it's a very simple action of rolling the dice. And one of the characters goes, it's Donald, uh, Donald Glover's character, actually, okay. um, goes, oh, I'll, I'll run to the door uh, and I'll go get the pizza quickly so I can come back so we don't miss anything. Yeah. And uh, in this short span of him running down to the door, you know, that takes about 20 seconds, um, two of the characters die, and like, <laughs> uh, someone gets shot in the leg and the apartment catches on fire or something. I've seen that meme! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where the meme is from. Um, but the, the song, Roxanne, uh, is uh, a reoccurring um, 
you know thing in the episode where yeah. at the start of each of the timeline cycles the song roxanne starts playing on the speakers uh, okay. um and uh fun fact it completely obliterated the show's budget at the time Wait, because they had they you have to pay for every time you play the song and they play it a solid like eight times in the episode. <laughs> um but it the the whole scenes where all this crazy stuff happens roxanne is playing in the background usually at the more up-tempo mm. bit um which is you know it's a bit more rock based yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it, it got stuck in my head and i just haven't been able to get it out since and it's just i think that yeah so the tune's just when you, banger, get, really. when you get something stuck in your head like that you just have to listen to it you, yeah. know, you just have to keep listening to it until it fucks off out of your head yeah that makes sense fair enough do you reckon there's like any similar bands to the place that you quite like or like you could get into the place more f- from this song i reckon i reckon i could um i reckon i mean that, yeah that's probably something that i should do now is, yeah. is go and listen to some more of their discography and, and just see what they're about i mean i do like some of the stuff from like the Ramones and things, which are like yeah. similar, similar to the police. So, um, everyone in Brighton owns a Ramones T-shirt. That is true. That's an actual fact. That's pretty true. Yeah. I think they give it to you when you enter. Yeah. When you move in. Yeah. If you see if you see someone moving a house in Brighton, you get someone look up on a penny farthing come by. <laughs> them a Ramones T-shirt. <laughs> like a fucking Greg's vegan sausage roll, and then yeah, I can't think of anything there. more no Brighton than that. Yeah. Penny farthing vegan sausage roll. I swear Manchester's coming up though. No, I don't recognise Manchester as the Manchester's coming out, mate. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Yeah, they've been saying that apparently it's like it's not gonna be, never nothing ever gonna overtake Brighton. Nah, Brighton's too iconic. Yeah. Shark Club Revenge. That. Yeah. Oh, it's the best club. First night ever out, ever went out. It's a revenge. Yeah. yeah. Nice. My mum was um, seen. My mum went to Club Revenge with like some of her colleagues That's and, and saw. Um, do you remember Wagner from X Factor? The Brazilian bloke. Yeah, I think so. Old one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw did. him perform live there. No way. Like, that that's just amazing. <laughs> that's really cool. Actually, I rate that. <laughs> I would I get cancelled for saying gay sex? Why did you get cancelled? You said it gay? again now. Because <laughs> <laughs> what if like like the Westboro Baptist Church are listening? Then we're done for. I think uh, there's more of them than there is of us. I'm more pro gay sex than I am Westboro Baptist Church. So. I'm also a pro about gay sex. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> <bad, yeah>, too. <laughs> a great bouncer. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> that joke went straight out of my head originally. Really? It took me a second to, to clock it. It's the great bouncer, like. Think, <laughs> thinking man's human. <laughs> thinking man's sex, really. I'm thinking about the two shaggy ones. Back to it. Have you have you finished Community then? Yeah, yeah. Is it how is it? I only watched it. Is I would it? highly recommend it okay. to, to anyone. Good soundtrack. Other than that, I mean, with Donna Glo- Donald Donna Do- Donald Glover working on it, I uh, kind of assume the soundtrack's gonna be good. Sounds yeah, the soundtrack's decent. Yeah. Um, he, I think he leaves the show in the second to last season. Okay. Well, that's not a spoiler. He just, oh, he just wow, wow. It's, no, it's, it's because he, he, he left it to focus more on his music career. I'm going to beat um, that out. <laughs> it's, a no, it's, not like a, <laughs> it's not like a controversial thing. Right, strike one, Alice. Wait, 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 here, I'll, you can cut these parts out, but then I, I can say each of the characters leaves now, and then you can just like decide which one to leave in to bamboozle. Oh, yeah, let's say... All of the characters leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's when it's when Shirley leaves. 
It's when, it's when Piers leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's when, oh, mate. It's far too technical for me. Can't believe they all left. Can't believe, I can't believe they all died in that one scene. <laughs> yeah. That the final episode, that's so tragic when they all, <laughs> you know, the AC one thirty comes in. <laughs> Crazy. Remember when it turned out Chevy Chase was actually Bin Laden and he and it was just he just killed everyone a massive terrorist. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was in the third fast. season and they had to wreck on it. <laughs> I can believe that, to be fair. That's crazy. That's crazy. cancelled for that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say Chevy Chase was Bin Laden. Yeah, you did. You what did. if? <laughs> what if? It was a hypothetical. Do you remember that episode where they went, what if Chevy Chase was Bin Laden? <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Nothing else happened. So that was it. Three second episode. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Chevy Chase, not of Bin Laden. That's my disclaimer. All right. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, what what about the song do you actually like? I know it's sort of a bit of an earworm from from the episode, but how come it's yeah? What made it so stick good with you? Um, I don't. I mean, the first line is iconic. It's the you first like, this? the first the first time they just say Roxanne. Ah, it's it's. I can't uh, believe when he said that. I know. That was fuck. That's genius. A genius. genius. Yeah. A visionary. <laughs> um, well, no, but it's, it's the way it's the, it's the way that it's said. It's such an. I, I think a lot of people would recognise this song. Like maybe yeah. maybe not the name or the band uh, as much, but if you heard it on the radio, it's probably something that you know you would have heard before. Maybe your parents yeah. played it. Or the maybe. vocals are brilliant, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. he's got a beautiful voice. You probably you probably guessed the title, didn't you? That's probably what's and this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's like, I reckon people people might not put like two and two together because you hear the name, and you think, oh yeah, like you know, I might have heard a song similar to this before. Yeah, this but song, as soon as you hear it. As soon as you hear it, you'll know the song. You'll recognise Sting, though, won't you? Just be like, yeah. The singer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the wrestler. Um, <laughs> not that anyone else would know who Sting the wrestler is, but. I thought you said the Stig is in the guy the from Stig. Top Gear. And I was <laughs> you like, know he doesn't speak, mate. No, I'm Sting. Famous vocalist. <laughs> he heard his mixtapes and that. <laughs> Silence for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Anti noise music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most guys got it coming to him, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, is there any other? So, but yeah, what you said, what, what's Roxanne about? You oh, yeah, Ro- about yeah. So, the song Roxanne, um, I mean, the, the lyrics sort of cue you into the fact that it is about a woman named Roxanne who is working as a prostitute. Lady um, of the night. Lady of the night. I was mm-hmm. going to say that. Working actually. girl. Sex worker. <laughs> yeah, sex worker. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, it talks about, it's the, I, the song talks about the fact that. Um, you know, she's struggling to make ends meet effectively. And uh, the, the the protagonist of the song, the singer of the song, mm-hmm. um, is sort of encouraging her that she doesn't have to sell her body tonight um, because he can help her effectively. Cute. Um, I mean, it, t- there's, it sort of touches on like the idea of, uh, you know, sort of sa- like saving someone. It yeah, like saying it's male like, saviour ma- complex. Male saviour complex, shit. yeah, which is a bit like, I don't know how much I agree with that. To, to be um, fair, she's. It, this is the eighties, after all. Yeah. I doubt being a prostitute in the eighties is that good. Yeah. No. And if, Stink, if I was a prostitute in the eighties and Sting came up to me and said, <coughs> "Come in for the shepherd's pie and uh, somewhere to sleep," I'd probably take him up on it. I yeah. think. I don't think I think if it is like a, a need saving. It's just from what you listen to the song, you think. Roxanne's in a bit of a peak one here, to be fair. Yeah. I agree, because obviously sex work's very different now in the online era. I think the idea of the male saviour, like, oh, you shouldn't be selling your body. 
um like, but most of them were like doing out of choice uh not most of them some of them were doing out of choice and stuff um i don't think that's like it wasn't a thing back then was it i think it was dire circumstances really that ended them there so yeah. i don't think it's like it's, it's probably it's probably more of it more people doing it more people generally who would get into it out of choice nowadays than it might have been back then i still think especially when it comes to on the street no matter what you're doing on the yeah, street on the being street. prostitution or selling drugs or yeah it's never going like to be that. pretty yeah, yeah. and it's, it's never going to be something God, i don't know i feel like people don't want to be doing that do they ultimately well it could be wet and raining that's never nice yeah. dangerous shady characters i'm wiggling my fingers to show that it's shady by the way <laughs> uh, for everyone who can't see um but yeah i think i i think it's not necessarily a male savior complex it's 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 just it's just it's almost tragic the song isn't it yeah yeah it, it, it depends how much you read into it of like whether he genuinely cares for her or, or he whether, just wants whether her body again yeah yeah, yeah. effectively is it a tragic tale i mean if i think i trust sting i trust that he cares for her it was like bill cosby singing the song i probably think <laughs> he's got an ulterior motive but i don't think that'd be my number one listen song <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah fuck bill cosby put it back in prison mate free britney put Bill Cosby just swap back them. in, yeah, yeah. Just what they should have done. You, you can tell the difference. True. <laughs> they, look, they look identical. But um, but yeah, I, I just think it's just it's it's a really nice, beautiful song. But it's like it's like song. It's like um, the one that sticks out to me is "Hey Ya" by Outkast. Yeah. Um, it's very much a really good poppy sort of song, really catchy. Yeah. When you listen to it, darker under. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, um, oh. What's it called? Ah, oh, what about Crystal Meth? Ah, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's that 90s song. It'll come back to me in a minute. Come there's back. loads of 90s songs about Crystal yeah. Meth. <laughs> there's loads of 90s songs, yeah. Um, there's a 90s song. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really beautiful song, but it's just, um, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like, it's, you got, it's a lot, it gives you a lot to think about, I think. Yeah. I yeah. Think. More, more so than like, um, like the Blade song earlier, which yeah. is just, a bit ridiculous. Well, so Roxanne's pretty enough for you to just like listen to and not think too deeply about it. Like it's just a good yeah. In the you day. can you can choose to Deep you know it or actually not. listen into the lyrics, or you can yeah. choose to just jam out to it. Yeah, versatile. So obviously, as is standard for what well, I mean, I don't know. Would you call it the best podcast ever? I would. Top one, at least. I think. Yeah, it's, it's within the top one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. I think so. At least. Top one, probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably. Um, as as is as is usual for this for this top one podcast. Um, choose tunes. I think they're already good. I would recommend everyone to have a listen to them after they've listened to this. Also, um, we have a Spotify playlist now, just saying of all the songs from all the episodes. Um, so you can listen to it in there, or you can listen to it in the description. Or you can look it up. There's literally so many options. Yeah. It's crazy. And you can find even more if you follow our Instagram and look at the link tree in the bio. So there's Honestly. Yeah. At listen here, mate pod on Instagram. Nothing more we could do really, is there? No. Anyway, um now on to the uh, main event. Uh we want to see we want to talk about and hear about what Ellis himself is up to. So what what is your main sort of uh projects main big deals what are you doing at the moment well, well what am i not up to these days yeah humble brag um no to, I, I obviously uh 
but I've been at uni for my right first on. year now. Kingston. Kingston London. Uni. Yeah. Uh, and I finished quite early uh, because usually I would have access to a lot of the studios there, but the university has been shut for quite a while. So I finished my first year back in May, which is really, really early. But COVID. Uh, but ever since then, I've just been experimenting with... Uh, a lot of sort of my own like personal projects and things and and also just trying to learn like new software like one of the things i've specifically been learning is like blender because it's it's like industry standard at this point if you want to do like anything bloody hard to learn as well it's a nightmare i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah remember. it's tough uh but yeah we're getting through it we're getting yeah. through it um yeah. but the uh the, the the main the main meat and potatoes of, <laughs> of, uh, what i've been working on i have to say is um definitely the in you know sort of conception of a creative agency ah would you care to explain what that entails okay so in in the uh, idea of an, a normal creative agency it, it's sort of representing individuals uh you know young creatives and then like hiring them out to projects the, the same like way that. a modeling agency hires yeah, out exactly, and that sort exactly. of thing yeah my idea is a bit different to that okay um so it came from uh, specifically in the fashion world, uh, seeing a lot of up-and-coming young designers not really getting uh, very far in the fashion world, specifically with their own brands. Interesting. A lot of people, you know, they after they graduate, they want to start their own brand being a designer okay. and then end up, you know, doing that for a bit as a, as a sort of livelihood, but it, it doesn't really earn them as much, sadly. I wish it, it did earn yeah. more, but... That's the way the world works. And, and then, when you aren't earning enough, you can't really pursue it as, yeah. as much as you want to. I was thinking the other day about how as soon as you've made it in something, be it photography, art, fashion, etc., yeah. and you have just the, the money to do it, you, you can only get better because you can just experiment as much as you want yeah. with very fear of losing much money. Exactly. Um, and so uh, I was initially thinking about sort of bridging um, these young creatives to other brands um, but actually uh, the idea you know morphed um, into what if I created a brand like a, a, a fashion brand that w didn't design anything so it, it, it was a uh, a brand that has its own visual aesthetic and if mm -hmm. you see my brand doing or producing any work you can immediately go I know what brand this is the same way that if you see anything from like Gucci yeah. or Balenciaga you can immediately go you know that's got a clear aesthetic to it yeah um, and so uh, what my brand would do is uh, basically be hired out by bigger brands who want us to sort of adapt them and present them to a new audience in a, like a new way of thinking um, so it would be uh, one of the best examples I can think of is like let's say the uh, Globe Theatre okay. uh, approached my brand and they said, you know, we've been putting on plays for ages. Fucking years. Thousands yeah. of years. <laughs> yeah. Thousands, is it? Of course it is. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it it's, it's, no, it's not thousands. No, hundreds. No, no, it's hundreds, hundreds of years. But... It may not be was thousands. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they, they're like, oh, in the, in, you know, current times, we've been putting on uh, plays like Macbeth and things like that, but so... in, a, in a more traditional way. Yeah. You know, they, they had a bit of innovation, but the thing is, like, they're getting a lot of fans from, you know, people who are just genuinely into Shakespeare and stuff okay. like that, but they haven't been reaching the younger audiences. Like, I, I think I can safely say that none of us have, have actively pursued going to a play at the Globe Theatre purely out of entertainment. I've read Macbeth, other than that. Though. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you know, you don't get people 
sort of our age going, oh, you know, I really, I really, want, Globe Theatre yeah, later. <laughs> I really, I really want to go see that. So what, and apply. <laughs> <laughs> what my company would do uh, would then be to, yeah, connect uh, the Globe Theatre with some up and coming designers and uh, creatives and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I would cherry pick and go, right. I, you know, I've been to the Central St. Martin's graduate show for fashion designers. This designer looked really promising. I want you to come and do the costumes yeah. for this show. Okay, this, uh, you know, musician is really talented. I want you to score the show. Uh, I want these graphic designers to create online campaigns. I want you to manage the social media. I want, you know, to basically rebrand this entire thing and have, you know, almost like an experience. It's very genius. Based around it's very it. massive. That's like a big, big thing. To do. Project. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's connecting so many unconnected people. You know what I mean, which I think is beautiful because yeah. I think it's such a great way to network. Uh, the biggest problem I have with it at the moment is the distinction between what I would do and what a university does, because mm-hmm. effectively they're kind of somewhat similar. Of like, we'd have, you know, I, I, my brand would have uh, creatives that would come and and you know, associate with me yeah. and then they, I would help them get projects and things like that. And that is true. That's what effectively what university does. Very good point. Um, so the plan is to keep it short in, in how long I can have creatives with me so that yeah. it gives people that time to make the connections and bridge themselves between, uh, you know, the coming out of university and getting hired in a job. Would you just do postgraduates or is it open to I like... think I think it would be open, but it would more be you know whether i'm a you know able to find them I, i'm able to find them or, or whether you know i i enjoy their work or whatever yeah, so of I, course, i'd yeah, fully yeah. be happy to hire someone even if they've never been to college or yeah. university or anything if i you know think that they have the eye to create something really good sound like a bit of a modern day warhol out here <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's that is kind of what i want to do because yeah. i something that i've noticed is i you know i do enjoy doing my photography and things like that but i i want to do everything that's that's what i found and the thing is a a jack of all trades is a master of none yeah you can't it's i I don't think i'm gonna get anywhere by trying to do everything at once but i could play to that and you know go down a more sort of curated route yeah where i'm you know pinpointing these up-and-coming creatives and and, And choosing them based on your own perceptions and how you feel about yeah I mean, I can give some like other examples and stuff as well. Like in, um, you know, in New York, okay. uh, they're like Subway and stuff. All of the icons and the maps and things were designed by a graphic designer for that. And it's got a very clear, like you, you can instantly recognize the New York Subway signs and yeah. like, stuff like that now because it's been so iconic. Or, you know, the I Heart New York stuff. Yeah, of course. Like, that's, that's another genius form of graphic design. Yeah, but I would want to you know, do similar things to that, but in a way that is still visually recognizable as our brand. So it's not, you don't just look at it and go, that's a good bit of design. You go, that's an amazing job by this specific brand. Yeah. I really like that. I think that's really genius. Yeah. I never even considered that sort of thing would occur. No. That's not in my peripheral. I also didn't think about it. That is kind of what uni is. I didn't even think about that. It's similar. That, Like I said, that is the distinction I need it's to make. still very different, though, because obviously uni, everyone's there, whereas you would be pick-pointing based off very specifically off what you do yeah, and what you want, which I think is nice. I think it's nice having just you being at the head overseeing it because yeah. then that, that will lead to it being very specific as to what it looks like. I've seen... It's, it's really hard for me to, like, um, you know, actively tell my ideas in a way like I can't 
it's so hard to actually put this into words like because it makes sense in my head yeah but like saying it out loud it, i don't know if like i'm giving the listeners the best understanding of it i understand um, it i think you've conveyed it yeah. keep some cards close to your chest as obviously well. obviously yeah, i am yeah. I'm, I'm i'm there are some details of it i'm not this disclosing the bones of, of, of the end game effectively yeah. of, of what i wanted to become okay. um there's a brand uh called it is a lot of this idea came from um, this brand. It's okay. a fashion brand called Rottingdean Bazaar, okay. based in Rottingdean. Uh, so really? two, two gentlemen that graduated from ah. um, Central Saint Martin's, uh, and now they now they work out of Rottingdean. But they don't. They make some of their own clothes. They are mm-hmm. a fashion design brand, but they don't. It's more that they are um, associated with uh, places like uh, what's it called in London? The show studio okay. associated with places like show studio um that you know they get in touch with Rottingdean bazaar and have Rottingdean bazaar uh do like an editorial with them that Rottingdean bazaar have this very iconic style to them like if you see anything by them you will instantly recognize it um and so they do things like uh they did they did one recently where they styled an entire editorial like food so they had <laughs> so they put like they put a model in a really big oversized red puffer jacket okay. got her to squat down into a ball and then put like a green hat on her she looks like a tomato then yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. It's, so that's, that's cool Hurry i do want to bring that sort of playful element into what yeah, i do yeah um and so yeah like you know have that have that visual language yeah. effectively that, that the brand speaks with that people can then resonate awesome. with themselves do you know family store in brighton Yes, yeah, yeah like they that. do. Like they that. do similar, just in the fact that they sell clothes of like very different artists. That I guess I don't know. if I think they commissioned them to make clothes for the for the store. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, and they're all amazing, sell zines and everything in there. It's, it's such a beautiful, like, little collaborative thing. I really love. That's yeah. It's very similar to what I'd like to do. Yeah, effectively. Would yes. you actually? Don't worry. I was about to something to say something more end game. I don't know if you want to give it. I uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, no worry. But I know where you're going. Oh, yeah. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so that's seemingly quite the long term plan. Do you have anything short term that you've got? Well, so yeah, what's happening upcoming? Well, I mean it, I mean, still speaking about this idea, yeah. uh, in the short term, um, obviously I can't run a brand at the same time that I'm doing two more years of university. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so the plan is to build a portfolio for the brand effectively. Um and you know work with lots of different creatives over these next two years and you know leverage friend connections for yeah. this um and and say you know can i work with you can i do a project with you can can we do something like that and, and maybe work with like hypothetical rebranding yeah and stuff like my recent shoot with evan's kitchen could be used as a you know a starting example of what i want to do because with, to be fair you did the styling yeah. for the shoot and obviously well, the so photos you could yeah you know you could argue and say like evan's kitchen approached me obviously this isn't <laughs> yeah, yeah you could but... say in an ideal world evan's kitchen approached me and they wanted to be represented to a newer audience with like a star that sort of pops and, out and i guess like shows what they're like yeah exactly so then i you know researched into a lot you know the themes behind their music and things yeah. like that and, and use that to fuel the styling and the location and, and yeah or well, everything that came into the shoot so yeah it's pretty great. So what what are you doing at uni then? What's your what you, what do you do? At uh, university, I'm doing fashion uh, fashion communication or slash fashion promotion. Okay, that makes sense. It's if, the best way to describe it. I would say is um, 
it's just studying marketing effectively, I was say it is, yeah. but it's adapting it to obviously I'm learning about it in a more like fashion oriented way. So, you know, like how can one of, one of the projects I've done recently is uh, a hypothetical perfume released by a fashion brand that doesn't have a perfume already. That was very cool. Yeah, I saw, I saw it was really, really yeah, good. You, you probably find it on Nurse's Instagram, which we will link. Fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I did that for. Well, I, I say I did that for. They obviously I just picked. Yeah, I picked yeah. a brand that I like. I did. I did that uh, about a brand called Charles Jeffrey Loverboy, uh, which is a, a brand that I uh, like quite a lot. Um, and he, uh, Charles Jeffrey himself, uh, managed to find that on my on my Instagram. No way. DM me and said this is amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was just about to ask did anyone from the brand see it, but yeah. no way. So yeah, it's such a cool connection. Fingers crossed he remembers that I've done something cool um, and then yeah. you know two years down the line he might go oh you did that thing and that that was that was quite innovative like come, why come don't on. you come do another thing yeah that's another good example of something that my brand could do yeah it's like you know thinking outside the box a bit when it comes to representing a product or uh, a service that's provided by someone and then uh, you know pinpointing the exact things that need to be done to represent that has doing communications like inspired this creative agency idea? Definitely, yeah, a hundred percent. It has because it sounds like it's very like embedded in your course. Yeah, this was not something that I was. I I don't think I would have even you know conceptualized this idea yeah. um, before doing this course. But it's it's some yeah the course has definitely bred this within yeah. me to think it with a more like business mindset effectively. Not yeah, to, not to step on Ben Wilson's toes. This <laughs> <laughs> is episode two. <laughs> Pull back. Episode three. That's it. Episode three. Ah, listen to episode three. Yeah. <laughs> and two. Why not? Why are you there? And all the rest. Yeah, go on. <laughs> if you like this episode, you probably like the Ben Wilson episode as well. Yeah. It, it touches on touches on a bit of business and a bit of fashion. Yeah, there you go. That's true. You guys should you guys should be friends. I like that they're in complete opposite ways. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is cool because yeah, you both yeah do business and fashion in completely different ways. Yeah. So, um, like your band Schrodinger's Cunt, have, which is a great name, have you come up with a good name for this creative agency? You probably don't want to release it. Or are you keeping it, are you keep it a secret or have you got um, any ideas? I think I can say the name. I think I've got it. Is this, is this a reveal? Yeah, this is an exclusive. Wow, this is an exclusive. exclusive job. Wow. Exclusive. Um, wow. The, the working title of it at the moment, when I say working title, I've registered everything. So oh, you have already treated it. It's, not, it's not really... That's it's fine, then you can say really, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the title I have for this at the moment is Black Pepper. Okay, that's cool. what I'm calling it. Not quite licorice and milk, but... <laughs> <laughs> licorice and milk was a working title back in the day. But listen here, mate. <laughs> I'm licorice, well, she's milk. There we go. <laughs> Just makes sense. <laughs> I like that. Why? Do, do you want to give some insight into the behind the, the initial The initial working titles for it were... Um, I was thinking of... How I was thinking of calling it uh, Zugzwang. For a while, the thing is, like, obviously, it elicits this response. Yeah, it, it sounds laugh. funny, <laughs> um, but it's a German word that comes from um, a chess game from the nineteen eighties, where it was a, it was two, I think it was two grandmasters playing against each other, and they got them, one of them got themselves in a scenario where no matter what they did, it would result in something negative happening, whether that was losing a piece or losing the game. Yeah. So there was, there was physically no moves they could make that wouldn't elicit you know, some sort of loss, effectively. Yeah. Um, and it came back uh, into terminology when uh, it was the first time, like, a chess computer effectively passed the, like, Turing test. It didn't, obviously it can't, but it, we haven't passed the Turing test yet in terms yeah. of 
whether you can tell a computer is uh, uh, a computer or not. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was the first time that, that basically this chess computer became sentient effectively and, and was able to predict all of the grandmaster's moves and beat them. That's ridiculous. Um, and he put him into a state of Zugzwang. Um, which was crazy. So I was thinking of that because it, it came into it with the idea of like, um, you know, battling with technology effectively. So like so many companies these days just chuck stuff through an algorithm to get something new out. Or they, Whereas you're literally handpicking. It's, like, it's handpicking, yeah, it's like handpicking individuals. It's like, you know, I'm doing the sourcing and then also all the individuals that will be working with me and for me yeah. are, you know, young creative people. Yeah. They're not, you know, just some algorithm that's like churning out stuff. It's like it has that human Real, element. To yeah, it. Yeah. I like the meaning behind that, but the name, the name, the name's too uh, funny. Laughable. So, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, if you just see the name, I, I doubt you read too much into it. Yeah. So, um, but I, yeah, I landed on I landed on uh, black pepper because one of my one of my other favorite pastimes is cooking. I really like cooking. I really like food. Um, I used to be fat. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah, there you go. You used to be quite big. Love my food. Shout yeah. out the tuck shop at school <laughs> for chunking me up. I used to shovel that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> Two Twix bars a day. Is is there meaning behind it other than that? Like, are in um, relation yes, to it? Yes, yeah. I'm about to get to it. Okay. <laughs> just dropping a little. little any more? Any more? Anything else there about your fat? I was just, I was huge, mate. <laughs> was, it could have been three Twix bars a day. Oh, I think it was. I think it was four. Oh, fuck. fucking hell! Yeah, I know. I was beefy. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. It couldn't have been five. Uh, my, I think too many. Yeah, it couldn't have been five. I think it would have died. Yeah. Yeah. I think at my biggest, I was 110 kilograms, which is. I don't even know why. I'm like I'm, I'm 60. I'm 60. You're, now. you're. I'm. Yeah, you're. I'm, about about I'm like 70. I'm 70 now. Yeah, as well. Done well to shed that then. Yeah, I did it in a year. Really? Bit of it in a year, yeah, yeah. But, like, I wouldn't recommend doing it the way I did it. Oh, come, come, well, it's, it's quite an extreme way, but I just wanted to get rid of it. I cut myself down to like 1,200 calories a day and comboed that with like a uh, cycling, pretty That's much. Um, and he cut his arms off, yeah, <laughs> that was where the bulk of it went. <laughs> um, yes, anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the yeah. Cooking is one of my, uh, you know, pastimes that I really enjoy. I like food. Uh, and so the idea of naming it black pepper um, came from uh, the, you know, this sense of like, you know, when you season food, you know, people always say salt and pepper, but not a lot of people like pepper. It's quite, you know, it's quite an out there flavor for I a lot of people. Pepper. I say, I love, I, I absolutely love, love pepper. pepper. Um, but I think it just, sometimes pepper, just a single twist of pepper can add you know that extra little element on top of the dish you're so fucking right and so that's i that's why i've associated with my brand Smart. because then we're adding that you know that extra little like pinch of seasoning yeah in there that really elevates yeah. um, whatever we're representing obviously another thing about pepper is it's a lot of small elements to make up a big flavor yeah so i think obviously you've, you've got a whole team of like of just like i just guess like a bunch of random people and bring it together to yeah. make yeah a whole team of peppercorns there you go that's what i might call them yeah. there you go yeah. <laughs> trying to hire my peppercorns <laughs> should make them all just wear black jumpsuits and shit yeah yeah cool. that's me my peppercorns that's what <laughs> Yeah, when I fire them out, I literally grind them up. <laughs> <laughs> Work them to the bone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I want the brand to, you know, introduce a bit, a bit of edginess uh, yeah. to, to whatever I'm working with. It, you know, a bit sort of give it that edge, give it that, you know, extra extra element to it. And I think, yeah, pepper pepper's a bit spicy. You know, it's not it's not chilly heat. Yeah. But it's, it's got that spice to it, spice. and I think that's what I want to. 
It's a big flavour. Yeah, it's yeah. a big, yeah, it's, yeah. Especially yeah. if you've ever had like quarter peppercorn bitten into it and then like tasting your tongue. That is brutal. Yeah. It's literally like being shot in the mouth. And I've been shot in the I mouth. I love it. And I can tell you it's worse. Really? Yeah. Cheers. I'll take your word for it. Cheers. Not a fan. I like that. Yeah. I'd, I'd happily eat pepper on its own. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? Nah, no. I know. It, it I love it, but it works with something. Though. Yeah. Have you ever had a pepper sandwich? That's that's some struggle tier months right there. Me when I go to uni. That's what we live. That off. is. That's what I was living off. That and couscous saved my life. Couscous is shit. No, it's not. It's lame. It is. Shit. I love it. I, uh, I yeah. I literally lived off couscous at uni. Really? I, love I bought couscous. I bought a bag of couscous before I went. Just shit rice. I still hadn't finished it. I had it every day, and I still hadn't finished it by the time I came back from Christmas. Oh, and I brought how it. How big was the bag? Not even that big. Then right. When I came back from I Christmas, guess it's expand, it? one of my mates at uni went, oh yeah, um, we decided to do Secret Santa and, and you weren't there when it happened, but we decided to get you a gift. Oh, and I was like, oh, amazing. Kilogram bag of fucking cushions. <laughs> <laughs> still at home, still haven't finished it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I need a kilo bag. That's, what, that's a life hack right there. I hate I'm... it now. I can't stand it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Lobbed it back at his head. Yeah. <laughs> and killed him. <laughs> Jesus, that was too real. Should we end it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> any any final big uh, messages you want to you want to oh, tell everyone? Know. Anything you want to be remembered by before we kill you? Um, With a kilogram of couscous. Yeah, shark couscous. Um, <laughs> we uh, sorry, Saddam Hussein. We were wrong, and. Uh, <laughs> And Gaddafi. Yeah, and um, and and uh, you know, I'm a massive whore for Japanese fashion. I think that's probably yeah. <laughs>